0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and we are back for another news breakdown. Um, You know, things have been a little quiet after Matt James' season wrapped up a couple days ago weeks ago at this point but there is always something to talk about in bachelor nation it's the gift that keeps on giving and i'm just going to give you a little bit of a rundown on some of the stuff i've learned about katie's future potential contestants and what's happening there and of course a chris harrison update you guys chris harrison has been laying pretty low in Texas over the last couple weeks after he went on Good Morning America and kind of gave his little spiel about what he's been up to and that he wants to come back to the show. Obviously, since then, we learned that Tasha and Caitlin will be hosting Katie's upcoming season of The Bachelorette and Chris Harrison will not be involved. He has yet to publicly react to that, but we do know from Tasha that she spoke to Chris and he was very kind and gracious to her. I know he's also close friends with Caitlin Bristow, so I'm sure he has nothing against them, but I think is probably frustrated that he is not have, has not been involved with the upcoming season. And that was kind of confirmed when he hired a lawyer. So a source close to Us Weekly recently confirmed that Chris Harrison hired Brian J Friedman and he is the same lawyer who represented Gabrielle Union after she was let go from America's Got Talent after one season and came for NBC. So if you are unfamiliar with what happened with Gabrielle Union it's kind of interesting because it gives us a little bit of insight into what Chris Harrison might be trying to do because he has not spoken out about this yet but sources close to him have confirmed to us and to Page 6 and a few other outlets that he did indeed hire this lawyer. So Gabrielle Union was released by NBC in November 2019 after speaking out about the problematic racist incident on the set of America's Got Talent. In June 2020, she filed an official harassment complaint against the producers of the show over her treatment. They announced in September 2020 that they reached an amicable resolution to the case. So... This would mean that chris harrison is likely taking up some issues with abc or with the bachelor franchise for how this situation was handled whether that meant putting him on the back burner based on his comments whether this is something stemming from a long time ago we don't totally know um everything always kind of seemed like they were working together and chris wanted to take time away from the show to work on himself that's what the statement said. Now it kind of seems that maybe there's something behind the scenes we don't know, or he's taking that back. Unclear. Um, This is a friend, an unidentified friend of Chris's to page six, quote, Chris has had a spotless record for 20 years. He has always been the good company man. But after the way he was treated by producers and executives over the past couple of weeks, he's run out of cheeks to turn. Although it remains to be seen what legal action Chris may be exploring, the friend explained to page six, quote, now he's ready to tell the truth about how things really work over there and has plenty of evidence to back him up. I mean, this is interesting. I am very intrigued by what's going to come out about this because obviously it will be public. I mean, the Gabrielle Union stuff, there's plenty of reports of things, claims she made about Simon Cowell and about the... um, kind of microaggressions that were directed at her as the only black woman on the show and just the way she was treated on America's Got Talent. It's all on the internet. So with Chris Harrison, if you know this moves forward, I'm sure we'll find out what he means. The only thing that confuses me is if Chris Harrison has all these secrets to reveal, wouldn't that mean he's exposing himself? Because he's a producer on the show. He's been part of the show from the beginning. He takes pride or always has kind of in being involved in the show. He's not like a host who just shows up. Like He does interviews, he represents the show and he has very close relationships to a lot of cast and crew, um, past and present producers. So I'm kind of confused on what he's going to expose that wouldn't incriminate himself. Um, Maybe it's something to do with Mike Fleiss, the creator of the show. He's got some sketchy headlines about him, look it up. Maybe it has something to do with other producers. Maybe it all just stems from something that happened, conversations about his future on the show when this whole Rachel Lindsay extra interview played out. We will keep you updated. I am determined to find out what is going on. He has since been spotted back in Los Angeles. So him and Lauren Zima, his girlfriend who works entertainment tonight, who has not posted any Bachelor content, by the way, I she still works entertainment tonight, but I don't think she's covering the show at all, which is kind of interesting. She was like their go-to Bachelor beat person. And ever since this played out, she has not done her YouTube show or posted about it at all on social media, really posted about on social media at all. Now they're back in LA. So he's getting paparazzied. I think it's probably only a matter of time before we hear from Chris Harrison again, because he's been pretty quiet besides this lawyer who, again, is through like sources and stuff. Um, Bachelor in Paradise update. Us Weekly caught up with Grant Kemp. If you don't remember him, he was on JoJo's season of The Bachelorette. Then he was on season three, I believe, of Bachelor in Paradise, where he got engaged to lace and they got those tattoos of Grace, their couple name, which you guys never forget when Grant and Lace in Mexico went and got tattoos that said Grace for their couple name after knowing each other for about two days on Bachelor in Paradise. I mean, that was primetime television. This is what we need to bring back. We need fun, ridiculous, silly moments like this. I wonder if they still have the tattoos. I don't know if our reporter asked if I ever have a chance to talk to Grant. That will be the first thing I ask him. What is the update of the tattoo? But I'm bringing this up only because he spilled a little bit of tea saying that, quote, the producers actually asked me to go on Bachelor in Paradise again a couple of weeks ago. I said no. He apparently has a girlfriend and is like trying to move on from the franchise. I believe he has a song coming out called No More Roses, which you know that's a whole other story. Um, anyway, so just noting that there, because they are making Bachelor in Paradise moves. Things are happening, they're reaching out to old contestants, they are planning the cast, and they should start filming that probably shortly after. They wrap Katie's season, which is in the quarantine beginning production phases right now. Very excited. I need paradise in my life. You know that. So I think it's going to be Katie's season, paradise, Michelle's season of The Bachelorette. Nonstop Bachelor content. Speaking of Katie, I think they're still quarantining in New Mexico right now. They have not started filming the season, but I don't know that for sure. Um, The names of the potential contestants, 34 of them came out last week. There's a full list on usmagazine.com with pictures and their ages and where they're from. No other information is really available about them yet, but it was very quickly people were piecing together why certain names looked familiar. So even though these are kind of random people, and by the way, some of them might not even end up on the season. They cast extra people, I think because of Corona, the same way they did for some of the other seasons recently, and then they cut them. But I thought this was really interesting. One of the contestants, Andrew S., who's 26 from Illinois, is Clay's cousin. Clay, who was on Becca Kufrin's season of The Bachelorette and was forced to quit when he got that injury, which was, you know, the irony of the football player getting injured on a bachelor group date. And he was also on season six of Bachelor in Paradise. So Andrew S. is Clay's cousin. And we talked to Clay recently, and he told us this about his cousin, quote, he's hilarious. I just told him to be himself, make her laugh and go out there and have fun. It's a cool experience. And just try to be as open as possible because it's such a fast process. You got to kind of wear your heart on your sleeve a little more than you do in the real world. So that's cool. Chris Bukowski, who was on like a thousand seasons of The Bachelor, most recently Paradise Six, where he was briefly um, engaged, I think, to Katie Morton, who's been on the show. Love Katie. Um, He was also—I don't even remember what season Chris Bukowski was originally on. I mean, I feel like he's been on the show a thousand times. Um, But he knows Clay and Clay's cousin Andrew S. And he also spoke to us recently and said, quote, I'm always interested in seeing the new castmates that come on. And also Clay's cousin, Andrew is on the season. I know him a little bit, so I want to see him embarrass himself. He's a very personable human. I haven't seen him not get along with anybody. So I feel like they'll probably have some good laughs together. And I'm also interested to see how it turns out. He also noted that in the past, because as we mentioned, Chris has been on the show several times, all the spinoffs, they used to shy away from wanting to cast people who already knew people on the show. He said, quote, I would imagine that Clay helped him a little bit, but you can only help so much. You kind of get to skip the line a little bit if you know someone who was on the show prior. Back when I was on the show, you couldn't know anybody that was on the show before you were on. Now it's like everybody talks to you before the show or knows someone that's on the show. It's a whole different world. Somebody else do you remember Ed from the most recent season of The Bachelorette, the Tasha Clare season? He is friends with Joshua, another potential contestant, a 25-year-old from Pembroke Pines, Florida. They have pictures partying together last year in Florida. They're both 25, both from Florida. Another interesting note. Brandon knows Blake Moynes. Um, Blake Moynes on this podcast. He was also on Clarentatious season. They are both from Canada and they follow each other on Instagram. And I guess I've posted together as well. So that's three different contestants who are friends or related to other bachelor people. Kind of interesting. I, I, the casting of it all intrigues me and I thought that was good to note. And then you have two guys, Carl and Craig, Carl, 33 year old from Miami, Florida, Greg, 27 year old from Edison, New Jersey, who were cast for Claire season in March and then loved last year didn't make the cut when they came down to the July new list post corona. Don't know why. Maybe that's, I hope that this is something that's talked about with all of these people, whether it's in their intro package or on social media or during like any specials or interviews, because I think it's really interesting to get to know how they got on the show through these people and how that works. Um, other bachelor contestants. There's a few that are from New Jersey that I have some mutual and common friends with. So I'm really hoping they make it on the show and we can get some more information about these people as the season plays out. Again, there's 34 names. Would highly doubt they have 34 of them coming on. The ABC has also been very clear calling them potential suitors, potential contestants. Assume it's COVID related. Assume summer backups. Um, I don't know why they're doing this thing now where they release the names on Facebook and then like delete them a week later and most of them are still the same when the show airs. I don't know, but it gives us something to talk about. So that's sort of the breakdown of what's going on. Of course, you can always head over to Us Weekly's YouTube channel and watch some of these interviews that some of my coworkers did and come back every week to hear for the right reasons to get your Tuesday interview from The Bachelor and your Friday news breakdown. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow me on Instagram if you have something nice to say at Sarah Heron and come back every week.